I am never, ever playing a debate drinking game again. My my poor head. <laughs> What's, up? What's up? This is Marque Saves the Republic. Also, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'll be playing plenty of drinking games. Uh, plenty of drinking games um, for the rest of my life. And look, the debate. Yeah, we're gonna get into the debate. Faux show. Sure. We're gonna. And I apologize that this podcast is being delivered a little later than usual. Um, the here's what happened. I woke up way too early. Uh, well, I went to bed way too late. I woke up way too early. Had to immediately watch the entire 40-minute Tucker on Twitter. I'm sorry, Tucker on X interview uh, with Donald Trump. Had to edit that up. Had to pull debate clips. Plus, I have to get what the bleep ready for the show. There's so much work to do that I wasn't... I'm not even videotaping this. Usually, I do a video podcast as well. But that's... And again, I'm not making excuses. I'm just telling you, it was such a busy day. The debate was... I don't know why it went till 11 either. Is Wisconsin in like... I mean, is Wisconsin like nine hours behind us? Did we have to did we have to start the thing at 9 p.m.? I guess I guess when you're in Wisconsin, you have to, you know, when in Rome or when in when in Milwaukee, yeah, you know, you do what the Milwaukeeans do. Uh, but anyway, but the debate was the debate was not as horrible as I thought it was going to be. I know a lot of people were like snooze fest. This is boring. I'm not watching Fox News sucks, yada, yada, yada. But uh, I found some highlights that I'll share with you. Uh, in just a minute. First, though, I want to I'm again, I want to I'm so excited uh, that because the other thing that happened when I woke up this morning was I saw that we had a ton more uh, orders in the markkshop.com markkshop.com for our new line of the listless vessels apparel. And if you if you haven't yet seen the listless. Oh, hold on. Here comes another one. As we speak, Jessica ordered a listless vessel apron and a listless vessel dark women's tea. Jessica, fantastic. I'm so excited to get it to you. She did not, however, use coupon code listless for an additional 10% off of her order, which is kind of a bummer for her. It's great for me. It's another four bucks. Um, but no, but listen, if you if you haven't yet checked out the listless vessel line of apparel, it's great. It's really fantastic. This was a listener generated idea. Someone said make a shirt and have deplorable Neanderthal listless vessel. Uh, patriot or something like that. And I and I and I worked around that concept because Hillary Clinton called us all a basket full of deplorables. Joe Biden said that not wearing a mask was Neanderthal thinking. Uh, Ron DeSantis recently said we're a bunch of listless vessels checking out True Social every morning. And then I changed Patriot to Catriot because, you know, branding's very important. Um, but the aprons, I'm telling you, the aprons are still outselling every other item on the uh, on the website this week. So if you if you like T-shirts, we got your T-shirts. If you like hoodies, we got your hoodies. If you like aprons, we got your aprons too. Go to markkshop.com. Markkshop.com, and you can uh, and you can check out your apparel. Uh, I'm very excited about it. All right. Also, uh, also, what else am I saying? Oh yeah, Thursday today uh, um, we have what the bleep during the Mark K show as well as Conspiracy Theory Thursday. And for what the bleep, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, do an entire debate edition. So if you watch the debate, you're going to want to listen to the Mark K show at noon today because we're going to have an entire what the bleep edition. And if you're listening to this after the Mark K show, because, you know, I know, I get it. Some people don't get to this podcast till the weekend. Definitely download the Mark K show podcast from Thursday because uh, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. So let's break it down real quick. Let me take a swig of my coffee. All right. So here's what we got. Ron DeSantis was center stage, but he was not the central figure in the debate. I mistakenly thought that everyone would be gunning for him. And I mistakenly thought that because I guess where he his placement on the stage, where he is in the polls or where he was in the polls. I don't know where he is today. Uh, post debate. 
But, uh, you know, it, he seemed he'd always been kind of that second tier guy. If Trump's not there, it's got to be DeSantis. If Trump's not that there, you got to take down Don. No, take down Ron. Don is Trump. Ron is DeSantis. I got I uh, got to take down DeSantis. You got to you got to, you know, Big Daddy D's got to be got to be, uh, you know, put in his place. But that didn't really seem to be the case. The big public enemy number one on the debate stage from the get go, from the moment that things started all the way till the end. It, w it seemed that everybody there was gunning for Vivek Ramaswamy. Everybody. No one harder than Mike Pence, which was odd. I've never seen Mike Pence so impassioned or about anything. I've never seen him so uh, excited or angry about anything at all. Uh, even when that fly landed on his head, it didn't seem to bother him. But Vivek Ramaswamy, man, that guy got Mike Pence's goat. And, and he's from Indiana. And so he's got, I know he's got a goat because everyone in Indiana, because he is on a farm. You know, he's always him, me and Karen back on the farm in Indiana. We ride the tractor and feed the goat. Okay. Anyway, uh, I just imagine that's, that's, that's the best Mike Pence I get. It, you know what? I'm not going to need to ever do a Mike Pence impression again, because I don't know that he's going to be on any more debate stages after yesterday. But Chris Christie was going after Vivek Ramaswamy, calling him an amateur, calling him a youngin, calling it, saying that he had, he had nothing but some platitudes and some, and some, uh, choice, you know, uh, what would you call it? Like, I guess, TikTok 15-second agenda items that he just rattled off, which seemed to work because everyone this morning saying Vivek Ramaswamy was the big winner. Also, when he asked Chris Christie to hug him like he did Obama so that he could help him win just like he did Obama, that to me, Chris Christie was not expecting that. Chris Christie thought he was going to come in. He thought he was going to have some of the zingers. He thought he was going to be the tough guy. I don't think he wanted to come in and just start bad-mouthing everybody. I mean, Donald Trump wasn't there, so he didn't need to. I thought Chris Christie thought he was going to be the big man on campus, which he was. I mean, he's always, look, he's always the biggest man on campus. He was clearly the biggest candidate on stage, but he didn't make the biggest impact. Vivek Ramaswamy got him riled up, uh, got, him, uh, got him angry got him yelling. And, and I think he, and I think in the end, Vivek came out on top. Um, <laughs> why don't you come over here and give me a big hug? So you give me that damn hug. I think was the actual, I thought he said bear hug at first, but that would have just been, that would have been inappropriate. So he said, give me that, give me that, give me that damn hug. Um, just like you did for Obama, which is again, that's reminiscent of hurricane Sandy. We all remember hurricane Sandy devastating the Jersey shore. And it was just weeks before the election. And Chris Christie, who'd been out there, you know, campaigning for Mitt Romney, Rhino Romney, uh, you know, met with Barack Obama. They toured the site together. They talked. They did a joint press conference. And then Chris Christie hugged Barack Obama, gave him a great big hug. And uh, and that sealed the deal for Obama. He was able to win reelection, even though he stunk at the day. He didn't even seem like he wanted to win reelection. Um, and Chris Christie is still to blame for that. And, and I think Vivek, I think Vivek was 12 when that happened. I think Vivek, he may have been 12 when that happened, but he remembered it and he threw it right back in Chris Christie's face yesterday too. Nikki Haley had a good showing. Nikki Haley had made some great points. She uh, blamed Republicans for a lot of the, the problems. She talked about foreign policy as well. Uh, I don't know that it's going to move the needle for her. I don't think she came across as a leader. Her rouge was really thick. I don't know. I don't know. I was at first I thought, what? Oh my God. What's all that? It was Pelosi-ish rouge which was bizarre. I don't know if she didn't have a stylist or whatever. Um, this morning I was on the morning news because that's what happens after a debate. 
they have they have like they have like four hours of news to fill, and they're like, God, what do we talk about for four hours? Oh, let's get Mark Hay in here. He'll talk about something. So I went in and we did some post debate coverage. And one of the things I talked about um, on WOKV with Rich and April was the uh, the Tim Scott situation because Tim Scott's such a nice guy. He was a nice guy before the debate. He was a nice guy on the debate stage. Even when he tries to not smile, it looks like he's smiling. He can stand there and do his darndest to frown, and he still looks happy. Uh, and I and I told him this morning, I said, you know what? Tim Scott looks like he'd just be a great vice president, just the nicest vice president. He seems like he'd be the nicest vice president. I can see him. I can see him, you know, at the at the White House with the Easter egg bunny for the Easter egg roll, just shaking hands with people. He'd be at the parties with the world leaders, just welcoming. He'd be, he'd be the guy that if, if Tim Scott were vice president, he'd be the guy that gives you a tour of the White House every time you came by. I could see him doing that. Maybe if he had to go, I mean, he'd be president of the Senate too, I guess, right? So he'd have to gavel in some votes, but I just see him being the happiest person in the world. Not that that makes for a good president, but vice president, look, can't do any worse than the last one, we, <laughs> than the one we have now, rather. Um, anyway, that, that was my take on Tim Scott. And then, of course, as you go down the list, Asa Hutchinson just looked like a D-bag. I mean, he just... Guy's pointless, took up time. I was annoyed that they were wasting my time with someone like Asa Hutchinson, who's never going to be president, who no one cares about. His career, his political career is basically over. Doug Burgum seems like a nice guy, decent fellow. He seemed like the most, you know, he, he reminded me of like, of like a lawyer or an accountant or something. Didn't really, didn't really ruffle any feathers. Didn't have any, you know, memorable marks, uh, memorable remarks. But the, the, the thing that really stuck out to me or the thing that really struck me as odd was how Ron DeSantis didn't um, stick out. And everyone, I think all eyes were on him. But as soon as the debate started, everyone else did a great job of stealing the spotlight. And when I think about the debate, the only memorable moments that I can take away are from Vivek Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, Mike Pence. And then one or two moments from Nikki Haley. Anyway, like I said, we're going to get to the whole thing. I'm going to have all the clips. I'm going to have all the comments. I'm going to have all the stuff from Tucker on X. Oh, which, by the way, Tucker updated his logo. I don't know if he listens to the show because I've been complaining about it for like weeks. But Tucker on Twitter is no longer. It's now Tucker on X, which sounds again like something he would do if he was at a party with, you know, like Miley Cyrus. There's like Miley Cyrus and Tucker Carlson go to a rave. And all of a sudden it's Tucker on X. That's my, that's what I've never been to a rave, but I imagine that's what they, anyway, we'll get into all of that later today. We have what the bleep we have conspiracy theory Thursday, which is so exciting. And don't forget your listless vessel apparel is ready to go right now. Um, all you have to do is go to markkshop.com, markkshop.com and use code listless. Unlike Jessica for 10% off at, uh, at checkout, 10 per, oh, here's another one. Let's see, hold on. Let's see if, this is from Dana. Let's see if Dana used coupon code listless for 10% off. She ordered a t-shirt, the Vessels, uh, Listless Vessels men's t-shirt in Heather Ice Blue. I won't tell you the size because that's none of your business. And uh, she did not use coupon code. It's another $3.70 that I get to keep. You know what? Never, and I changed my mind. Don't use coupon code listless vessel to save 10% off your order. Because that's just me giving you money. That's just me. And that's site-wide, too. That's on anything you order. So go there, order some stuff in Marque Shop. But whatever you do, don't use the coupon code. Because, um, you know, I need more bourbon. I drank it all last night during the drinking game. All right. Um, I got to go get ready. But thank you. So I, mean, I know this was a short one today. But but uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a full-length videotaped edition of 
Mark K saves the Republic. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing this. And don't forget to share it. Share it with all your friends and your family. Share it with your enemies, especially because, well, they need to know. They need to know that we're coming for them uh, every single day. We're learning. We're listening. We're learning. We're we're planning. We're plotting. And we are going to attack. And we are going to save this country. We are going to save the Republic.